He's one of the genuine supercar characters. And he joins us today to preview the Australian Grand Prix round of the championship. Mate, I, I hardly watch TV these days. It's, you know, it's just parenting full steam ahead. David Reynolds coming up on this week's Inside Supercars. For those nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day, there's pickup. Or at Friday Work Drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub, there's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Jack LeBrock. Hi, I'm David Reynolds. You're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we've got Daddy Daycare, as uh, was just said. Uh, that had been Dave Reynolds with his son Ryu. Yeah, we're on the eve of Albert Park, and Ryu is well aware the Grand Prix cars are close at hand. Yeah, I think he knows that. I don't know, actually. He wouldn't have to, he wouldn't have the faintest idea what's going on. But <laughs> he, he, yeah, I've got to look after him a few days a week, um, which is awesome. I love spending time with his events. Best thing in the world. Listeners would not know that David almost overlooked the Grand Prix track. Um, yeah. You've seen them be very busy for some weeks. Uh, yeah, um, I actually, I've lived across the road for pretty much 18 years of my life. Well, the entire, basically the entire time I've lived in Melbourne, I've lived across the road from the Grand Prix track. And um, yeah, it doesn't mean I go any good there. This means I, you know, I can see it. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of changes. But I haven't. I've seen a little bit, but I haven't seen a lot of them. I tried to ride my bike around it the other day, but I got denied access due to like, you know, they were putting up the bridges and you know there was heaps of roadworks and stuff still happening. All putting the track together, so they didn't let me on, unfortunately. The thing that we do know is recent history that Dave Reynolds and the Grove Racing earned their first podium together down in Tasmania. Um, wonderfully done, David. It's a track that takes very little time to get around, under a minute, but you enjoyed every one of those laps. Yeah, mate, thanks very much. Um, yeah, it was a really, really cool feeling. So early in the year that we got a, you know, a, a, a podium um, and we were top four car basically all weekend and that's legitimate pace. And, you know, we're very, 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 very happy with that result. You know, that was seemed almost unachievable at one point um just you know with our package we got now and and whatnot there's so much stuff we've got to upgrade to you know be a front-running car um these cars are very very difficult um there's so much you can do to them and you know it's a credit to the big teams that can you know keep putting a a good fast car at the front of the front of the grid or you know week in week out and hopefully we can do it soon so you know um yeah tasmania is a great place uh, good, good track. Um, you know, we were surprised. You know, I thought if when we got when we went there, I said if we can get in the top eight all weekend, that'd be a, a good result. You know, a very good result. And we actually ended up being in the top four most of the weekend, so it's an exceptional result from from our team. Now you couldn't get a bigger contrast from the stop and go of Simmons Plains to the very flowing track of Albert Park. Now. You and I both don't know the exact changes, but you've had a look at some parts of that have changed. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I had a look at that new turn. Oh, is it turn six? Now three. 
six, yeah, turn six, six, seven, that um, they've widened, they've like brought the apex right back to the wall basically and it's like 20 or 30 k's an hour faster that apparently. So, um, yeah, that looked, that looked good. I never really liked that corner anyway and the corner they cut out, I never really liked those, that one. So, you know, the, the two corners they've fixed or, you know, I think that's actually kind of helped me a little bit because I never really enjoyed those corners. And, and as a driver, when you don't enjoy a part of a track, you tend to not drive it the best. It's kind of a weird sort of conundrum. But, uh, it just you know, you go through it all weekend, you never feel like you get the most out of it. So it was always quite a difficult part of the circuit. Um, so I'm glad they've, they've made changes. It's going to be heaps faster. There's a new surface they've laid. So it's the first time in, like, I don't know, 30-odd years that the surface has been re- retarded. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to you know how the weekend pans out. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Now the old track as it was uh, had a, a uh, Scotty McLaughlin had the uh, qualifying record of 153. So it's only a minute faster than where you were last. So <laughs> you're not going to get bored uh, on a, a lap, are you? You're going to have new sites to look at and uh, plenty of people there. Yeah, it's just it's a huge huge event. It's a sellout Saturday Sunday. So. I think that's the first time in, you know, as long as I can remember, it's been a sellout. So, yeah, I think the track's going to be up to 10 seconds faster. Um, so, yeah, everyone's going to do qualifying lap records. You know, everyone's going to do lap records on, in practice on their first lap, basically. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, Dave, you've got a, a new member of the Grove Racing team up at the helm. How's Couchy yep. fitting into the program and what's it like getting to know him? Uh, yeah, Couchy's joined and he's the base of the team manager. He's running the ship. So, you know, he is his role is slightly different to what he used to what he used to do at Triple Eight. But um, you know, he brings, you know, a wealth of experience. He's been at he was at that Triple Eight team for fourteen years and they obviously ran a very good car and very good ship. So, you know, he's um brought a wealth of knowledge. His energy's unreal, his positivity's great. You know, he is you know, I'm very, very happy to have him as part of our team like it was a very good get from the groves to get him across i think that's you know a, a shot a, 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 it's a sign of you know hopefully things to come that we're you know serious and going to try and win races as soon as we can david you know we know that a race engineer and driver you but you and alistair have been together for some years now um and it's an evolutionary thing but uh, with simmons planes did you feel that that was about to happen um yeah, like I've had Al for a very long time now. Um, he knows, you know, my style. I know his style. We get along pretty well. We get along very well, actually. He's a very easy guy to get along with. I like to think I'm a pretty easy guy to get along with, so it works pretty well. Um, he's a very smart guy, and I love having him on my side. Uh, yeah, so did we think it was – what was that last question you Sorry, Did we think it was achievable? Well, from the first crack of Winton practice, I always felt like, I was going to have a good year. Like, I always felt, hey, buddy, it's okay. I always felt like I was going to be, you know, on top of my game. I'm very, very focused this year. I don't have many distractions like I did last year or the previous years. So, you know, I'm, I'm fully focused on my job again. So, yeah, I, I felt like the, the, the tracks that are going to play into our strengths are those sort of stop-go corners. We're not we're not the best at those fast-flowing corners like Eastern Creek or Grand Prix or Phillip Island or those sort of ones. So, it's going to be interesting to see how we go this weekend, but you know the, the stop start tracks. I think we're we're going to be close to the money, so 
Yeah, I, I do think, you know, more podiums are definitely achievable this year, definitely. One of the things that seems so obvious this season is that I, there is what I call an arms race going on. That being everyone is, is manning up in engineers. As you would well know, there's five to eight uh, top-line race engineers moving, which is very encouraging for you and Alistair because as a partnership, you know, being so solidly together, that's going to endure well for a season. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, last year we had two engineers and this year we've basically got five engineers. There's a couple of like young kids straight out of uni in there, but, you know, it is, you know, we've doubled our brain power effectively. So that's, you know, the cars are they're pretty hard to set up and, you know, requires a lot of physics and engineering and math and science and all that. So, you know, the driver's one part, but, you know, a larger part's the engineering side. So the more engineers you've got, hopefully the faster you can go. How's fatherhood helping your racing? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Like, I, I love, um, I love hanging, I love hanging with him. He's just the coolest, happiest little fella I've had. So he's such a good baby. He's, yeah, I can't, I couldn't love him any more if I tried. And you know, we're, we're loser parents. All we, all we do is play with him all day. And then when he goes to bed, we just watch, we just look at photos and videos we've taken of him of the day. <laughs> So the Netflix account isn't getting the hammering it used to because there's been a couple of interesting documentaries and uh, there's one I'm particularly enjoying about basketball at the moment called Winning Time, which isn't necessarily a documentary, but it talks about the early days of the Lakers. Oh, yeah, I'll have to watch that. I don't mind those old school you know, documentaries, especially basketball, that's cool. Oh, this one's got John C. Riley playing the uh, owner of the oh, team. So yeah, it's yeah. it's based on a it's based on a novel, but it's been... Uh, Enhanced, if you like. Yeah, okay, nice. Mate, I, I, I hardly watch TV these days. It's, you know, it's, it's just parenting full steam ahead. What about Mustangs? You you made the change. You've had a year now to settle in and find out what these cars do. You've now got a year before they change them on you. Yeah. How, how are you finding that and what are you really noticing about what you have to do to make that car work? Um. So, obviously... You know, when when they first come out, there was a huge difference in, you know, parity between the two. And over time, Supercar's done a good job to nullify that. But I think it took a bit too long. <laughs> um, there are probably small differences between the cars, but these days it's, you know, they're, they're fairly, fairly close. So, um, but it's not so much, you know, Ford to hold and it's more team to team. Every team sets their cars up differently, has different ideas of how they go around the corner, um, how they achieve their speed. So, you know, it's more team-to-team rather than, you know, Mustang or Commodore. And nowadays everyone has to be on a reality TV show. You had uh, your partner kick it off with Big Brother. You got on on it with Supercars Inside Line and, and Lockie got in there. Rihanna's just had a go at SAS Australia. And then you bobbed back up in Access All Areas. What's Access All Areas? That was the last year you were at Erebus and the year last year done by the uh, Erebus team. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched that, sorry. <laughs> so you don't know how they portrayed you in that or if it was accurate and you hadn't had any feedback on it? Uh, no. So what's the, no. Great, what's the greatest thought on the others in their reality TV? Uh, yeah, I, I watched Rihanna in SAS. Like I, One of my mates did it 
last year, John Stephenson. I watched him and I'm like, geez, I want to do that. That looks like a lot of fun. And then I heard that Rihanna was going to do it and I said, that's cool. So, you know, we watched her as much as we could. Um, but, yeah, it's, that's, like, that's like something I'd like to do. That sounds like a lot of fun. Didn't look like a lot of fun looking at all the bumps and bruises that she had on her. Yeah, she's, it's, it's obviously very difficult. It's not an easy thing to do, but, um, yeah. Now, is this John Stephenson, uh, Stephenson from Noise Works you're talking about? No, the Olympic runner, John Stephenson. Ah, yeah, just thinking, because John Stephenson rocked up at Warney's funeral. Oh, really? Yeah, doing in excess songs and everything at the memorial service. Oh, yeah, cool. Or a warning. Yeah, that was a shock. What did, what did you think? Because, like, sports people of Warney's ilk going early, how does that respond to another sports person? Uh, yeah, it's strange these days. Everyone's dying of heart attacks for unknown reasons. So, uh, yeah, Warney's lived a full life. He hasn't lived a half life, I can tell you that. Um, he's a, yeah, he's lived a full, full life. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get to know him or meet him in any of your um, yeah, adventures? I met him. I met him once um, or twice. I did one of his poker nights before one of his one of his poker tournaments. Um, that was a lot of fun. He seemed like a good guy. So, you know, he's just a cricketer that loved having a good time. And everyone at the start, everyone tried to hate him for having a good time, but he just, you know. He was just a good dude. Love the love the lifestyle. And tell me, David, um, the season uh, is uh, as competitive as it's ever been. Probably, uh, it's, it's still to reach its peak this year. Um, the usual culprits uh, uh, around you, that being the Triple uh, Eight cars, the DJR cars, um, yeah. Walkinshaw's cars coming on. Um, yep. uh, are you had any surprises in who you've seen so far, Bob, up in the first two rounds? Um, oh, I suppose like the MSR guys at um, Tasmania was a bit of a surprise. Hazelwood and LeBrock, that was a very good job from them. Um, who else was a bit but, of not, uh, Who else? That's kind of it, really. I was yeah, there again, um, it was... Triple Eight setup. If you have a look in the results, there are a lot of Triple Eight cars in that top ten. Yeah, I noticed that every time a Triple Eight customer gets a car, they always seem to go really well at um, Tasmania. Like Frosty was on pole there one day, maybe last year or the year before. So you know, all the Triple Eight cars seem to be quite, you know, good at those drive traction, straight line speed circuits. So. Yeah. What, it one, is what it yeah, one of the interesting things I think, David, is this year from memory, Walkinshaw are just looking after your engines. And then next year, it sounds like if you're staying with a Mustang, everyone's going to have a Herod powered plant. Really? Yeah, that's what uh, I understand. They're going to have a, a single make engine for certainly the Mustangs. I don't know what's going to happen with the, with the, the GMs. Yeah, okay. Mate, I, I wouldn't know. I've, I haven't had kept my, you know, brain across the car of the future. I drove it the other day. Um, yeah, it was. It's different. It's very hard to drive. Um, it's got a lot. Feels like it's got a lot of torque, a lot of power. Not much aero. There's still like, it's obviously it's not as bad as what everyone made it out to be, but it's not as good as what we have now. 
Um, there's still a lot of things they need to do as far as, you know, the ergonomics, I think, inside. It's still not perfect. I know years and years ago when you first started in the caper, you had a lot of problems with ergonomics in supercars. Did I? Yeah, I remember you were getting dead legs and pinched nerves and everything um, over a course of about two years. I remember we talked about it a number of times. No, I never really suffered with dead legs. That was always Will Davison. He's always struggled with that at the start. But I, no, I was pretty good from memory. Yeah. Sorry, Craig. (laughs) You might be mixing up with someone else. No, I was sure we were talking about it back in your white, uh, white Russian era. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, like, no, I never really had dead legs. I remember one one time at um, Townsville, like, I got really sore out, like, you know, from heel toe, like, stretching that that right side of your calf. That was really sore. Um, otherwise, I always just struggle with heat. That's always been my biggest weakness is just struggling with heat. And still today, no matter how much heat training you do or you kind of get used to it towards the end of the year. Um, but then you have a few months off and then you get back in the car and it's, it's hot again. Well, for everything we uh, know about this year's season and there are still things to play out, you're going to need that heat uh, seasoning uh, by uh, Adelaide time, early December, aren't you? Yeah, I'm really stoked that um, Adelaide 500 is back on the calendar. It's one of like the best, best events of the year by far, so I'm so happy it got back up. Um, yeah, In December, it's going to be probably pretty warm. But, you know, I think when we used to have it at the end of Feb, that was always the hottest time. So I don't think December's that hot um, come, you know, Adelaide time. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to such a cool track. It's just wild and, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's interesting that um, uh, the new Premier of South Australia, Peter Malinuskis, is going to get the desire he had, and that was, to move the event from March to the end of the year. He wants it to remain as an end-of-year event. And I'm sure you uh, would remember knowing, although you wouldn't have been participating, in the days of the uh, mid-'80s in Adelaide when we had an end-of-year party in Adelaide for Formula One. Really? Well, I hope we have, like, our gala in Adelaide this year instead of being in Sydney or somewhere like that. Thanks very much, Dave Reynolds. We look forward to catching up over the weekend. Nice. Thanks. Thank you. See you, boys. Bye. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.